Welcome to another edition of You Dad Me at Hello. I am RJ, joined by Andy and Mike for our very special Top Cover Songs episode 48. We are almost at 50 Woo. episodes. How you guys feeling about that? Feel old. Feel <laughs> the prime of my life. <laughs> it's, it's about the time to almost about time to buy a football team, right? 48. <laughs> Cleveland yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy that we've made it almost 50 episodes, but it, I've seen other podcasts that have been going for way shorter than us, and they've got like 230 podcasts. They do them like every two days. We're lucky to get out every week, mm. um, but it still feels like we've done a ton of stuff uh, over 48 episodes. But are those other shows like talking about like topics that we're talking about, or are they just rambling about what's like yesterday's news? Yeah, yeah. Tell me so we can do it and then I, <laughs> get popular. You know, I don't, I don't know. I just saw numbers. Uh, but uh, forty-eight <laughs> episodes. It's kind of crazy that we waited forty-eight episodes to do an episode on top cover songs. I listened to a ton of cover songs, probably yeah. more than regular songs. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I was pretty excited. Your list wasn't uh, fifteen songs by Reliant K. <laughs> <laughs> they do have like two cover albums, but I'm not a huge fan of them. But um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, actually, there's so many that weren't even on the list. There's, I mean, I listen to so many covers. I actually have like a, a cover playlist on Spotify that's like 100 deep. Uh, and they're all cool. They're great, they're great songs. But these, I think, are the top um, of the top that the three of us could come up with. <laughs> yeah, this is this is tough. This is a tough one. Like, this is such a broad topic um, because even songs they didn't think were covers, I'm finding out, oh, crap. The covers. <clears throat> so there's a bunch of songs on here that I was like, oh, I thought that was the original. I had no idea. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. And and I know my list was about as long as my arm. So I'll have stuff to talk about later, too. That's true. And as always, later on tonight, uh, we have the uh, dad jokes or bad jokes segment. Uh, mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. over on YouTube, unless you're watching on YouTube, then it's on the same website. Uh, the forgiveness lyric video is going to be going live. We're not going to show that here tonight, uh, but as soon as we're done here, uh, feel free to go over and look up the forgiveness lyric video over on RJ Gun Music uh, on uh, YouTube. Uh, that's already available on Spotify and a bunch of other streaming websites, but tonight is the lyric video in case you want to know what in the world I'm saying. Um, and so you'll notice that it's uh, really just like two things repeated over and over again. So... Uh, <laughs> But it's a good song, so that's, that's all what, that matters. That's what makes a pop song. So I think you're heading that's in true. the right direction. That's true. Um, well, hey, I'm super excited to get into this tonight. Uh, how's the week going, guys? Any news to share? Anything in your life that you want to tell <laughs> the thousands of listeners uh, that that hang on our words? I, I think for all of us, this is just a topic we just moved past. It's been... <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a week. It's been a week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it could always be worse. It could always True. be worse. Um, we're healthy, I think. Uh, we're alive, I think. 
Um, I'm a ghost. They're a ghost. I'm a ghost. Uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a weird December. I'm really tired of sickness and all that deal. And uh, it's a week, almost a week before Christmas, and I have sworn a lot today. So it's just uh, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully the week gets a little better, um, but I am looking forward to trying to be positive. Uh, I am, I am, my I, my plans have changed dramatically in the next week, but I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to clean uh, my house a lot and watch some shows and catch up on stuff. Maybe work on the podcast and some music this week. So I'm going to be productive this week. That's what's going to happen. Nice. I'm I'm reading again. I feel. Like I'm trying to like read before bed instead of like on my phone or TV. I feel like that's helping my brain a little bit. I thought that's would help, but I'm still not sleeping very well lately. Probably because you're so enthralled with the book. No, it's it's because I got mice running around, (laughs) running amok either in my car or in my house. Uh, They shoot up. I probably, they've probably crapped between my book. Yeah. I caught one. I've caught one in the house. And I've caught three out trying to get into either in my car or on my tires of my car. Um, they make nests and they chew up my wires and I'm pretty much done with it. And uh, I got three more traps outside right now and I'll probably catch another one tonight. So super. That's all the nice. fun of all the fun of living in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited. Uh, actually, Andy and Mike have not seen the bracket at all. Uh, and I only looked at it once when I made it. So uh, we're all kind of new to this. I don't know what's coming up. Uh, well, I do know what's coming up first. Uh, and it is I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston versus Soft Cells Tainted Love. Hmm. Mm. These are, first off, powerhouse songs. Uh, I Will Always Love You is so well known by every generation. Um, her range is ridiculous. Uh, but Tainted Love is such a fun song, too. What do you guys think? I will always love you. And I'm picking I will always love you as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I will f- always love you was originally what? Dolly Parton, right? Dolly Parton. Correct. Yeah. Um, I can't stand that version at all, ever. It's it's an acquired taste. I like say. it. Um, I like Tainted Love. I feel like it's um, this is an unfair round for Tainted Love. So I think I'm going to have to go with I Will Always Love You as well. Maybe okay. because Andy and I are family. So, yes, I will <laughs> always love you. Well, I'm feeling a little left out, but that's OK. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I Will Always Love You as well. Um, that whole that breakdown. Of, and I, uh, it's all it's right. We get it. You can sing. <laughs> <laughs> work Humble to back. enjoy it yes tim i like how everybody's like it's like karaoke like no i can't i can't do and then they they bust out that note and then it's just like <laughs> get out of here they try anyways yeah um tainted love i unpopular maybe but i opinion i, I don't really like this song really uh yeah i don't know what it, what it is um it's okay it's just for some for some reason, it just doesn't connect. Uh, the Gloria Jones original recording, I, I feel like I a like banger. a little bit better. It's uh, yeah. I don't even know what the kids call it anymore. A bop is that what you said, Mike? It's a bop. Before? Yeah, yeah, it's a, a bop. bop. That's right. Yeah. 
So yeah, Tainted Love was uh, originally recorded by Gloria Jones way back in 1964, Mm -hmm. uh, and then Soft Cell uh, brought it back in 1981. It's been covered a billion times since then, but um, to me, I'm not, I don't know Soft Cell other than Tainted Love. Um, Tainted Love is just a a huge song, but I Will Always Love You, I don't think, it's like you said, Mike, it's unfair. Yeah, I think this was an unfair round. but I mean, you know, Tainted Love was super popular. Uh, she ended up re-recording the song again uh, in the mid '70s after some club Flopped. DJ, yeah, some club DJ ended up um, playing her song and it got popular again. So she re-recorded it, re-released it. Um, but then, unfortunately, she uh, stepped away from the music scene after you know some tra- tragic events. Uh, she lost a friend and all this stuff. I don't want to go too into it. But uh, yeah, good tune. I like it. It's a good ditty. It's a good ditty. That's right. All the kids are saying that. <laughs> Next up, we've got oh, Killing man. Me Softly versus The Boys of Summer. Very mm. different tunes here. Um, yeah, completely different. But Killing Me Softly by the Fugees and <clears throat> The Boys of Summer by the Ataris. The Ataris actually uh, surprise me every time I listen to them. I keep forgetting... Uh, how many songs I actually know by them with what the saddest song uh, was a really big hit of theirs. And uh, what's the second, the other hit they have? I don't remember. I only yeah, know I this one. Some reason. Well, I guess I, only... I don't know as many as I thought. You know so many. But The Boys of Summer, really, really good. But Killing Softly, man. I don't know. What that's, do my, that's my pick. It, it's Killing Me Softly. Okay. Yeah. Even though I love The Boys of Summer. And this song too. I wanna, I wanna no, say nothing. hello, hello, Jason. Come on, I like lobbied a joke to you guys. I'm not, I'm, I'm reading. Not even comments. a chuckle. No, not even a chuckle. No, it's cool. Um, yes, in this diary. Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> Here in this diary, I write you visions of my summer. The boys this is, of summer. This is the music that plays in my home. Um. <laughs> I feel like Killing Me Softly does something a little bit more original than The Boys of Summer. Boys of Summer does stick uh, a lot closer to the original version than you would think it would. Um, I don't know. I think I think I would have to go with Killing Me Softly if that's the case. What do you so got? Is that it's Killing Me I, Softly for Mike? Andy, did you have something? Was it Killing Me Softly? Yeah. It was killing me softly oh, okay. well, as well. Well, that's it. Yeah, um, I I probably would have chosen "Killing Me Softly" as well. Um, I was going to say you said it matters, was fantastic. It's, it's a classic song. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it is classic. Um, you know, "Boys of Summer" was originally released by the Eagles. It's a great version, uh, or mm. original. Um, Don what? Henley of yeah, the Don Eagles. Henley. Sorry, whatever. Uh, it's not Don the same thing. It's not. It's not. <laughs> um, well. Uh, I liked the original. But, I like the cover. They were both good songs. The original is awesome. Uh, yeah, that's really good. That's that's a song I I still play. I still love it. Anytime it comes on, I'm definitely turning that up. Um, but like Mike yeah. said, that Atari song did kind of stay true to it, but um, you know, definitely a more updated feel. Uh, we've talked about the song before on another mm-hmm. podcast, but. This song was originally going to be for Tom uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and end up going to Don Henley. Um, and 
became a hit for him. Uh, he actually, uh, not him, Mike Campbell, um, basically said he liked the the Atari's cover. It's, he said it's not a song you expect a young band to like to do, but he likes a version of it. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I wonder what Don Henley has to say. Um, well, Can I we get know, him on the phone? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, that's like Don Henley. <laughs> Hey Don, um, how's it going? Do you, do you like the Atari song? That's pretty cool. Oh, thanks. I know Bye. Mike Campbell said um, he had heard it. His son was 15, uh, you know, when the song came out. So he was listening to pop punk. Well, his son was listening to pop punk at the time, and uh, he thought it was really cool that uh, you know this song was covered, and he did actually appreciate the um, direction, so to say, that they took with the song. And he said the more that he listened to it, because he was hearing it, you know, sometimes three times a day he was uh, hearing things in the song that they did in the original and he had uh, much more of an appreciation for the song that they tried to, uh, you know, stick to the original and be true to the, uh, to the original song, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Nice. Well, next up, uh, we've actually got a tough one for me, or I don't, I don't want to say tough, unfair would be a a better, a better word, but it is, I swear by all for one and <laughs> down with the sickness by Richard cheese and the lounge against the machine. If you're wondering who in the world is Richard cheese and the lounge against the machine. If you've ever seen 2004 Zack Snyder's Dawn of the dead remake at the end, there is a lounge cover of a disturbed down with the sickness. It is amazing. However, I grew up listening to Motown and boy bands and R and B groups and all for one was at the top for a while with their I Swear song, also the Offer One album in total, was an amazing album. So I swear for sure. You did. You said you swore a lot today. So yeah. I so did, yeah. I he swore. just listened to the song a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Kevin. Yes, yeah. I agree. You do swear a lot. Uh, I, I, I swear a lot too, and uh, <laughs> that's my pick as well. I yeah. swear. Right. I, I would have chosen the same. I and okay. I. I appreciate um, what Richard Cheese is doing. Um, you know, that's not his real name, but um, what? I, yeah, it's not his real name. Well, that's like you ruined it. It's like, it all it's like Mark me. something. No, it is funny oh, that like all the members of the band it's have Mark a, Bree. Yeah. No, there is. <laughs> you went with the same thing. There's, there's, another, there's another guy in the band whose last name is Bree. Um, it's funny. They all have cheese related stage names. <laughs> Wow, you know um, more about this band than I did, and I, yeah, I brought the mist. Yeah, it's weird. Hey, if um, Richard Cheese, if his if he had a nickname, <laughs> just gonna put that out there. Google it, kids. <laughs> probably. Well, be anyways, if Jesus. you're interested in listening to it, um, it's on the Toxicity <laughs> album. Um, it's also re-released on the Sunny Side of the Moon um, for the best of Richard Cheese. Um, but you can check it out at richardcheese.com. He's got some really, really cool. Uh, Super covers. funny. He's great. Doesn't he do um, uh, mystical as as well? Yes. Shake your and he does one your... step closer by Lincoln Park, where he just yells "shut up" a bunch of times. Uh, it's it's super Ooh, good. Wah, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For oh, anyone wah, that doesn't uh, know, Richard Cheese is um the his his shtick is a it's a lounge band act, and they just cover popular like pop and rap and heavy metal songs uh in the style of lounge music which is really funny <laughs> get into it well especially at the end of the some... that movie too oh yeah 
Yeah, it's, when it's just great. Literally, everyone's dying, and yeah. this is in the background. It's just so good. Yeah. Come on, get up, get down with the sickness. <laughs> Your mother, get up. Here we are. Uh, Battle of uh, the Classics. Barbara Ann versus Respect. Uh, Barbara Ann being the Beach Boys version and Mm -hmm. Respect being the Aretha Franklin version. How y'all feeling about this? Aretha all day. Yeah. Yeah, even, even the Beach Boys didn't like Barbara Ann. They didn't want the. They didn't want. Well, not that they didn't like the song. They didn't want it to get released as their first single because they thought the song was too simplistic. Um, but the label went ahead and released it anyways without them knowing, and obviously they became huge uh, as a result. But uh, I thought that was kind of funny. I would have chosen Barbara Ann, actually. Uh, really? But I understand respect. What? I'm not a huge fan of that song. Um, no respect. But I understand no respect. <laughs> no respect. But I understand why it's going on. Nice. Um, I got it. But yeah, I, I was a huge Beatles fan. Back in the day, um, I actually had uh, the Beatles uh, number one. It was like 24, 25 tracks. What did I just say? You said the Beatles. The Beatles. Beach Boys. Oh, my bad. Beach we Boys didn't on. get to the Beatles yet. Um, <laughs> <Spoiler>. Beach Boys. <laughs> um, I had, you know, it was Surfing USA, uh, Little Surfer Girl, Little Deuce Coop, uh, just uh, Kokomo. Just great, great songs. My, my car is becoming a little Deuce Coop for, ma- for mice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Barbara Ann was first recorded by the Regents. Uh, is that how you say their name? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. I mean, I don't think it's um, the Regents, but I, maybe it could could have been. <laughs> it's, it's the Regents. <laughs> so <laughs> that one, that one was released in 1961. It reached number 13 on the Billboard Top uh, Hot 100 chart, uh, but then this one came out four years later, um, blew up, peaked at number two in the U.S., number three in the U.K. Um, you know, uh, Beach Boys. How many? I mean, classic songs. So this is this is one of them for sure. But a thousand, a thousand. Barcard and RJ, twenty songs. Oh, at the that time, it was are the Beatles actually twenty-seven. Uh, it was a great album. Um, but yeah. Anyways, moving on. We've got a really tough one for me, probably for you as well. I'm actually a little mad about it. It's Rage Against the Machines, Renegades of Funk versus Alien Ant Farms, Smooth Criminal. Hmm. Man, do I love both of these songs. These are yeah. top of my covers lists. Rage Against the Machine being one of my favorite 90s bands of all time. Alien Ant Farm being the most mediocre band of all time uh, <laughs> with one of the best covers of all time. Uh, what, did Smooth, what did Alien Ant Farm have? Movies, right? Movies. Uh, yeah. That's a great That's a really movies good song. That's a great song. I don't think anything Avengers else. Slide, Smooth Criminal. The movies. Those were their only two songs. Smooth Criminal, though, great video. They redid the video, did a bunch of Michael Jackson tributes. I loved it. It's great. The song is great. Um, but Renegades of Funk is really good, too. Uh, what do you all think at home today? Well, Renegades of Funk was originally Africa Bombada and the Soul Sonic Force as well. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. obviously Smooth Criminal being Michael Jackson. Who? So who's that again? Who's that? Uh, wow, we have, wow, same, thinking alike. The guy that keeps showing up on Arval brackets and winning for some reason. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. That guy. 
Who? Who? He he keeps winning. This is uh, a police academy podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing a lot Anyways. of smooth criminals, and I'm I'm agreeing with smooth criminal. Yeah, alien ant. Now everybody knows that this is the alien ant farm. This is not Michael version, Jackson. Right? Michael Jackson. It's not the Michael Jackson version. <laughs> he was on my list, but he's not on this list. Yeah, I'm going smooth criminal. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, so three way for smooth criminal renegades of funk. Yeah, all of us uh, is out there. Um, however, renegades of funk, man, I, I, Rage Against the Machine did some other covers that I enjoyed more than renegades of funk. They also did what was the Ghost of Tom Joad, I think it was. Yep. Um, and they also covered uh, F the Police, uh, which was a great cover. It's on their Kick live out the album. Jams. Uh, Kick out the jams. Yep. Um, so they have Pistol some really, really pump. good covers. Yeah. What was that last one? I, Pist- Pistol Grip Pump. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a really good one. Um, but I, I think they should do Jock Jams remix. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, hey. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about uh, Renegades of Funk or Rage Against the Machine? Uh, they're great. Everyone should listen to them. Yeah, you really should. They don't That's have a huge discography, um, but everything they do is is so good. I love watching this generation react to their videos on YouTube. Um, if you want to see some good stuff, down Rodeo, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Great song. That is. Um, yeah, this, the music video for this was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess the group had already broken up by this point. So they did like um, like stock footage clips of like important mm. things that kind of happened in history because it's a very yep. politically driven song. Um, yeah, I heard they speak out against the government sometimes. <laughs> a couple I've of times that. they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. All right, that's it. Well, hey, moving on. Uh, we've got, uh, with a little help from my friends. Uh, so what's the song? Hurt. Oh. With a little help. Oh, shit. Yeah, this is a big one because with a little help from my friends, I think it's the Joe Cocker version, right? Yeah. Uh, which is the Wonder Years uh, theme song. Amazing, amazing theme song uh, versus Hurt by Johnny Cash, which might be one of my favorite songs of all time. Really? So, yeah, it's so good. And and it's for me, I know, Mike, you're going to hate this. I think the original is absolute garbage. <laughs> and Johnny Cash literally made this song out of note like it's so good like i feel like nine inch nails covered it and turned it into trash but it's not it's their original and johnny cash mm-hmm. chills it brought his his career to a new lease of life for a little while there uh, people started buying his stuff again um so i'm gonna go with hurt for sure it's all a marketing ploy um you're a marketing mm. ploy. i wish i was you know, I I never really got into Hurt. Um, it's a good song, but I'm going with a little help from my friends. Great, making this nice and easy for me. Wow, huh? okay. Just, um, I mean, what would you do if I sang? That's so good. Like that could be the song. Like just replay that ten seconds. Just, that. just, just, just loop it. <laughs> Like I couldn't Meanwhile, wait to watch. I'm, I'm, I'm the... producing songs with Andy. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like, I, what you do? I couldn't watch. Like, I couldn't wait to watch Wonder Years just for the the theme song, because that was it's a good jam. I was gonna hit. 
it's a great jam. It's not Jock Jams, but it's a great jam. It's not Jock Jams. That's right. It's not. It's not. Um, what are you gonna do, Mike? Is it gonna be Johnny Cash or is it gonna be Joe Cocker? Um, I mean, you kind of chose for me when you said that. Um, you know, Johnny Cash had didn't have great source material to work off of, and Joe Cocker had the Beatles to work off I of. Didn't say anything. You did. You said oh, it was I awful. Guess I did. Yeah. You did. You said it was <laughs> awful. No, he said it was garbage. I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, garbage. Sure garbage. Yeah. Awful. If you're garbage. gonna quote him, quote him correctly. <laughs> it was absolute trash. Um, but I, 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 I do, I do like Johnny Cash's hurt, but I'm gonna have to vote it out. I gotta what? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh my word. Oh, I'm actually. I'm hurt. I'm literally hurt. <laughs> I didn't mean. I can't believe that. I, I thought that was gonna win, hands down. Hands down. Hurt. It's like there's a friggin' museum in Nashville, and a whole section about hurt. That sounds like they needed to fill a lot of space. It's the Johnny Cash Museum, <laughs> and it's amazing. Oh man, yeah. well, I'm a little upset about that, but yeah. Uh, what do you guys yeah. to say about that? I mean, what's what's funny is you called the, the original Hurt song by Nine Inch Nails garbage, but it was actually received a Grammy nomination for Best Rock Song in 96. There's a um, lot of things that received Grammy nominations that are absolute trash. That's and true. That's true. But <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not arguing with you on it. It's a, it's an okay song. Um, I didn't really know the original too well. Um, you know, f the song, f you know, does talk a lot about like self harm and heroin addiction and things like that. So for Johnny Cash to kind of come in and make this his own, it, it really is an original song. Like it doesn't sound anything. No, it doesn't like each other. And uh, Trent Reznor, you know, loved it as well he almost didn't want to go with it um when when johnny cash wanted to do with it he thought it was gonna to be too gimmicky um but then he heard it and he basically was like tears you know silence goosebumps or some of the comments that he said so um i think he he felt the same way a lot of people did with the song because if you do look up like best cover songs if you just google it like this is the song that comes up a lot uh either at the top of people's list or damn near the top so um if it had gone either way, I think it would have been yeah. okay in my book. That's RJ's it. Right. Speechless. He uh, is. He's like no, Trent Reznor right now. He's listening I've to actually, uh, I've actually lost the StreamYard screen, so I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Top-notch yeah, production so, people. Well, you know, it's, it's Trista had, had put up the trash <laughs> Grammy noms name one, and I was looking – at the Grammy nominations for this year. First off, Little Nas Montero is Grammy nominated this year, if that tells you anything. Um, but I was looking for better ones than that. I will get back to you on that, Trista, but I'm sure that I will find one every year that is absolute trash. Did it, didn't Millie Vanilli get Grammy nominated? Oh, that's, think, that's probably that true. But that was, a, that was a fire song. I don't care. That was. That was. Blame it on the rain. Oh, don't get me started. Now I'm going to listen to Millie Vanilli. Like the same song. I'm going to add it to my my Spotify playlist tomorrow, yeah, along with our new song called Forgiveness. That's out now, streaming everywhere. Yes, and right. after, by the way, we, it looks like we have more people watching than we did earlier. After this is over, go over to YouTube, check out Forgiveness lyric video over on RJ Gun Music, and uh, you'll get to see the lyric video to it today. It's premiering tonight 
at 10 p.m. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, okay, Tristan. I'm sorry. She was being sarcastic. She does not need me to go and do it. <laughs> Most of Grammy nominations are absolute trash. I'm actually looking at a list right now. Millie right, Vanilli's number yeah. one. <laughs> What's this? Reverse brackets. How do we do I that? Know, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Tristan, you're gonna have to explain do, in the comments. Tristan's this is like uh, the worst song ever created. Tristan's a gambler. But Andy doesn't. Andy doesn't like negativity, so we haven't been able. We to might be able to do worst songs ever, but that. That's absolute, gonna be a big list. We call it the most absolute trash list. Oh, the worst Grammy nominations of all time. Be good. I mean, bait. that could be good. And then, yeah, yeah, it's true. I don't like to, I don't like to talk about the worst of things because um, we're already living in the worst of times. Let's try to stay positive. That's that's kind of where my brain is at. <laughs> Come on, this is what people want. They want trash that's right. lists. That's right. It's like the Razzies. You need to be like just. Episode 50, these things Look, she said, are so bad she they shouldn't please. be on the list. No, she's screaming, please. It's in all caps. Please! <laughs> hey, next up. Hanging on the window. <laughs> Biscuit's Faith versus All Along oh, the Tower, uh, which I think is the Jimi Hendrix version, right? It yes. is. All Along the Watchtower. Yeah, uh, I'm going with I don't Faith, know what... man. Limp Biscuit. I am not Shut afraid up. to say that I like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Shut up. Stop talking. Limp Biscuit's Faith is amazing. It's great. What in the oh, world did you just say? Those words that just came out of your mouth. Kate, say, get the hell out of here. Chocolate, chocolate, starfish, and hot dog flavored that's, water. Dude, that's the Listen. long album. No, Listen, like we, album we all liked Faith enough to put it on this list. But Pete, there's a lot of people out there, including George Michael himself, who thinks this song is trash. Yeah. But I like it. I'm just saying I like it. But it's going up against All Along the Watchtower. If you do not know this song, I don't know what world you're living in. You watch any classic movie, this song is in it. This was like... It's all along the watchtower. I I'll save my comments for when it wins um, in the next <laughs> <Wow>. round. <laughs> um, I will say that Faith was a better cover than their uh, cover of "Behind Blue Eyes" from the Who, um, but not that was, good enough. That was not good enough. Trash. Yeah, no, super bad. Um, I actually saw them play it live, and it was even worse. Um, <laughs> But Faith is not good enough to dethrone Jimi Hendrix. There's no way. Maybe, no way. you know what? I think your wife was talking about Faith Hill. She's trying to get Faith Hill yeah, back. Yeah, in, that's right. In here, that's I guess. right. Yeah. yeah. And she just there. mistakenly left off the hill part Long on her bracket. comment. Long yeah. <laughs> um, so, RJ, let's talk about Faith and why this is one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> I did not say that. It's not the greatest song of all time. Limp Biscuit is also not the greatest band of all time. They're partly trash. But, like, I like a good amount of their songs. They remind me of the early 2000s childhood. Um, you know, they I, I used one of their songs in wrestling, uh, Nobody Like Me or Nobody Like You, uh, on the Limp Bizkit. Um, nope. That was off of uh, three, um, yeah, three $3 something. Bill, yeah. No. Nobody Likes Me. No. No. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. That was, uh, <laughs> Nobody Likes Me. Three Dollar Bill. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. Um, but uh, that whole to. album was really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> it was off significant other thank you oh. um it was after three dollar bill it was in 1999 also faith was on there as well 
Um, but it was Nobody Like You with Jonathan Davis and Scott Whalen. <clears throat> Rearranged was on that. Bright yeah, Stuff was on that. In Together, In Together Now, now. Was on that. So uh, good. Just Like This, Nookie. Um, it was a good album. I mean, it's, great they, album. A good album. They're, like, they're like the nickelback of, of that genre, but, the, you know, they're good. I like they them. had some hits, man. Like, yeah, you know, I think it's because they're also part of the whole new metal kind of thing. And, like, you either liked it or you didn't. Um, I liked it. Uh, there's a lot of groups that I liked out of that era. Um, and they mixed a lot of different genres together too. You know, you had, you had the metal piece, you had hip hop, you had rock. Um, did they do any one of those things way better than the other? No, but mix it together. I, I thought it was pretty damn cool. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone in the band and we can't forget DJ lethal from oh, yeah. House of pain. Yeah. Um, was in limp Bizkit as well. Wes Borland, amazing guitar player. Uh, I mean, look at how many amazing riffs he's written. Um, and then you've got, you know, John Otto, who was a classically trained jazz drummer. Um, and for some reason, I forget the bass player's name, but he's pretty good too. <laughs> Sam. His name is just bass, bass player. Bass guy. Yeah. Um, highly um, influential band though, I think. Yeah, they used to play, they used to play this song uh live and then they ended up recording it um yeah george michael uh hated the song and <laughs> uh west borland said he hates us for doing it so. <laughs> but i could kind of expect that comment from george michael because he was such a perfectionist with his art um where this came out and he's probably like what the thing <laughs> is this i mean it almost didn't make the record um, because there was only a demo version floating around and then they still played it in the studio. And then, um, was it Rick Rubin? I think was the producer. I don't remember who produced. Uh, was it, uh, but, Ross Robinson? Oh, that's right. Ross Robinson. I always get those two mixed up. Uh, he loved it so much that they decided to throw it on the record anyway. So nice. there you go. Well, we're in our last one of the top 16 here. Uh, it is, uh, Gary Jules, mad world. Versus uh, Lady Marmalade or oh, Marmalade, um, but <laughs> itchy kitchy ya ya dada. <laughs> Mad World was Loco originally uh, Tears for Fears back in 1982, uh, and then this was covered by Michael Andrews and Gary Jules for actually Donnie Darko, um, which is a, a, a movie that I think a, it's a cult, cult classic. It's cult I'm classic, not a yeah. huge fan of it. Um, but I love this song in it, and it's one of my favorites. Uh, Lady Marmalade, obviously a huge song. Christina Aguilera, uh, Little Kim, Maya, and Pink uh, recorded this for Moulin Rouge. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody said produced and Miss Miss Missy Elliott, yeah. Oh yeah, and, and uh, well, the Rockweiler who mm -hmm. did the song to Rockweiler with Method Man and uh, Red Man. Oh man, there's a lot of Lady Marmalade. Oh, yeah. Man. Do you, guys not, do you guys just not know Mad World? I know Mad World. Oh, wait. Well, you're talking the to comment. the many people shooting oh. for Lady Marmalade. It's a very, very Mad World. That version talk. of Mad World Mad was, um, was the uh, soundtrack to the trailer for the original Gears of War, and that was pretty impressive back in the day. Mm, that's Tony, true. we can't have draws. I'm sorry, man. I am honestly going to go with uh, Mad World on this one. 
Wow. Even knowing that the 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 sheer popularity of Lady Marmalade is probably the biggest of this whole top covers episode, but hmm. Hmm. Um Lady Marmalade. Chief. Down to you. Peer pressure here. Um Yes, choose one. That's the peer pressure. I Lady Marmalade was like all over the freaking place and it has like terrific people on, on the song, but Jesus, it was like on the radio constantly and I'm trying to like not include how overplayed it was, you know, like uh, cultural impact. I don't know if it had cultural impact. I mean, Missy, Missy was already pretty popular. Lil Kim was already popular. Pink, Christina, yeah, Aguilera, everybody in this, it. This, this is the song that gave Lil Kim a number one hit. It's the first time a female yeah, rap was already, artist was ever on a number one single, too. She was already the queen bee. I mean, ah, shoot, you guys suck. You guys are not making it. <laughs> well, here's with me. Here's here's the other thing. I I like the not so original one better for Lady Marmalade. What? Then I do then I do the cover. You like the Patty LaBelle version better? Yeah, I do. The, well, the, it's LaBelle. The, the singing She's... shops of Christina Aguilera, Maya, like these are huge vocal. Ability. You voted for Mad World. What are you trying to do? I know. I'm not saying it's I'm not, not saying, a great song. Like. I'm not saying it's not a great song either. <clears throat> it's a personal preference. I like the original. Can I not have an opinion that I like the original? But okay. popcorn right now. You can be, be wrong Michael all Jackson you want, Andy. It's up to you. Oh, Trista's like going off on me. She's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she feels pretty strongly about one of these songs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. I feel like just changing um, my answer so we could end this already. Would are you that close that you would have gone with Lady Marmalade? I'm very yeah, it's I'm Yeah. I I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to ruin your night. Lady Marmalade for sure. Wow. Changing it. So now what did you I just forgot the, the singing <clears throat> of that is just so good. I'm trying to like as I'm talking, I'm trying to like replay it again in my head. Like every single person on that track has their own original style and like you, you got that. Um you know, Christina's kind of over the top kind of stuff and Lil Kim's lyric. I would have gone with Mad World, but I'm I'm not upset about it losing, if that makes sense. Like I, I it was a toss up for me. You don't want to hear me say and and RJ got me into that song, Mad World. I had never had heard of it. This was probably right around um yeah, early two thousands, like probably right when it came out. And I forget I forget I was at your house or something like that and you, you played it for me and I was like, Oh, what the hell is this? You know, it's Gary Jules. Like it's Mad World and I was like this is damn cool. I think we. I think I made a montage, like a music video of some old backyard wrestling, and yes. I used that snog, yes. and I had nothing to do with it. And it was, let's just say some vulgar stuff. I used stuff. to do that with uh, <laughs> Journey's Journey's Open Arms. We used to like, do slow mo 
uh, wrestling clips to Journey's open arms. <laughs> yeah, Matt, man, Matt World's so good. Um, it's so depressing. The song is so depressing. That's yeah. All um, around me are familiar faces. See, I, damn, I wish you would have said something earlier because you could have swayed RJ a little bit more here about how terrific of a song <laughs> Mad World is. Like, it's so it was, good. It's so it's, good. It was good enough to make the list. I'm, I'm not upset that Lady Marmalade is moving on, but I'm upset that Mad World is not moving on. Well, I'm that upset that we're taking so long. So we have I Will Always <laughs> Love You. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. Oh, um, no. This oh, this is, is a tough one. But before we move on, yes, I'm depressed about that song as well now. Oh, yeah. man. I Will Always Love You. Whitney Houston killing me softly. The Fugees. Uh, man, this is, this is my <laughs> childhood right here. Listening to these songs. Oh, gosh. This is a tough one. I don't want to make these decisions. I'm I actually have one. And it's 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 only because of just sheer joy of listening to the song. I will always love you is great. M- amazing vocals, but if it's on the radio, killing me softly, man, I get into that right away. Killing me like ah, like you just want to sing right away, you want to get into it. So I'm gonna go with killing me softly. You you um you spoke to me there. Because I will tell you, <laughs> if Killing Me Softly comes on, it I'm not turning the dial. I never have. It's staying on. Um, I will always love you. I have to be in the mood for it. Even though it's a terrific song, it's a little over the top. Um, so I'm going with Killing Me Softly. Yeah, I, w- right. I would have chosen that as well. All right. Yeah. Well, how do we feel about um, I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston? I mean, first off, this, again, came out in 1973, Dolly Parton. I just heard it like a week or two ago for the first time in a very long time, and I was reminded of how much I hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, the cover is Whitney much better. I, yes, it's, it's great. I'm surprised. I, I like it. Um, it. I like the uh, sorry the Dolly Parton version. I don't think it's better than than Whitney's version, but she can sing. I mean, Dolly Parton's oh, yeah. like got a golden uh, heart too. Is you know, she's just um, Google the Google the kind of stuff that she does. She donates so I much mean, money. I, I believe you. It's just it went somewhere. You were just like, oh, it's a great sign. She's got a golden heart. She does. She does. She's she's, she's a like a terrific lady. person. Yeah. She she's such yeah, a sweet lady that um she said many listeners don't know this is a cover song and that's okay with me a lot of people say that it's whitney's song and i always say that's fine she can have the credit i just want my cash (laughs) (laughs) hey cash that she's giving away and helping out a lot of people that's true that's true that's because she's america's sweetheart but (laughs) but but the uh the cover version was huge um it was only number two to we are the world um and then it was bumped to number three in 1997 when elton john released a new version of candle in the wind um but i mean it was an absolutely huge song it's still i believe um that it's still the number one best-selling soundtrack of all time because of that song wow yeah and yeah you know whose idea it was for whitney to sing that song kevin costner Oh, Kevin this guy's over here man. busy dancing with wolves, and he's like, you know what? Record this song. But he wanted her to record 
based off of another cover of the song, uh, Linda Ronstadt's version, um, who I listened to that one too. It's okay. Um, it's, it's not too far off from the other versions, but yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, there we go. Moving on. We've got all for ones. I swear versus Aretha Franklin's respect. Uh, no I know con- I'm going to get a no lot of contest. hate for this, but I swear, all for one for me. No, no contest. No contest. I know. Respect. I know. Respect. I know. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think the covers think it was going to do this to me. Like, this is like such a hard bracket for me. All for, all for one is, it's it's a good song. I'm not saying it's a bad song. It's probably one of the 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 more epic non boys to men boy band songs of that time. I mean, boys to men dominated the early nineties, mm-hmm. and all for one tried to squeeze in there in nineteen ninety four, and they got I swear I can love you like that, and those were those were pretty big hits. I forgot about that one. I can but love that, you like that's, that's not There's a lot of a lot of people <clears throat> saying respect. I mean. I don't go with a lot of people, Andy. I don't don't let them sway you. All for once, I swear. So, man, <laughs> I, I I was listening to all these songs again the other day, and man, like Aretha's voice just like like it just blew me away. Like I was seriously sitting there going, "Holy crap!" Like she's she's amazing, but. I love I swear and I'm I'm gonna go with I swear and it sucks that I'm saying this but, but I'm a sucker for nineties R and B. And it, it sucks because it. you guys respect I mean, come on. All for ones I swear again, if they're not if you're not boys to men, there was no airtime for you <laughs> in the R and B boy band world until all for one. And then they won best pop performance by a duo uh for I swear, and then I can love you like that. Um, that whole album that I swear is on, I listened to that on repeat for a, a long yeah, time. It was but, a studio album, all for one. So we just voted out one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> I mean, we have top 16, like, these are all great songs, they yeah. all deserve to be here. Yeah, even I'm a little surprised even, you did choose I swear, though. Even the, the original writing version, uh, was really popular as well. Um, he recorded it in 1965. Um, it hit number 35 in the U.S. Um, so, I mean, it didn't go to the top of the charts, but it was still super popular. Um, and, you know, Aretha Franklin took his song and added to it. So she added a chorus. Otis Redding's version never had a chorus. Um, but she took uh, Curtis Sax, uh, excuse me, King Curtis's sax solo from a song that was recorded the day prior to her recording this song from a song called when something's wrong with my baby. Um, and she used that for the bridge. Um, and, uh, you know, that that's history. Um, after Otis heard, uh, her rendition for the first time, he said, this girl has taken that song for me. Ain't no longer my song from now on. It belongs to her. That, that's so, a lot coming from Otis Redding. 
man. So respect, man. Inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame, 1987. The Library of Congress honored Franklin's version by adding it to the National Recording Registry. In Rolling Stone magazine in 2004, it was ranked number five of the greatest songs of all time. And in 2021, uh, this was um, an anthem for the feminist uh, movement. Uh, ah, that guy, like I said, it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I had that joke in my head. I, I didn't say it. I thought it was too bad, you know. But man, <laughs> me and me and RJ just showed no respect here. Like, no respect, no respect at all. Rodney Dangerfield, that song right out of here. Smooth criminal, <laughs> alien ant farm. Joe Cocker's with a little help from my friends. Where are we? <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you know what? Very... I think on this one, I'm gonna go with with a little help from my friends. Actually, interesting. Not yeah. where I thought you All were right. gonna go with this. Me neither. Actually. <clears throat> Someone else should talk. It's podcast. Yeah. No, uh, I'm I'm good for now. I'm, I'll I'll <laughs> I'm gonna I'll, I'll go with Joe Cocker as well. It's because he has a cool name. <laughs> Him and Richard Cheese had started band. Yeah, that's just <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hey, with a little help from my friends is moving on. What about Smooth Criminal, Alien Ant Farm? How are we feeling? Um, Tristan's put me on the fire over here in the comments. I'm I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a little surprised that we kicked out Alien Ant Farm. Um Form. because Michael Jackson's won Form. every bracket he's ever been on. Were they down on the uh, form? Yeah, down on the form. You know, don't what? do me like that, Trista. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this wasn't even their first single. They released movies first, and then some random college stations started playing their cover of "Smooth Criminal," and it blew up. Um, and then movies got re-released afterwards. Um, that's why that song got so popular, is because they were already popular from their Michael Jackson cover. Um, <laughs> But Hold it on. was not. It was not the what? What? <laughs> no, go on, go on. <laughs> I was gonna say it's a, It's not the only cover that they ever played. They used to try to pick a new song uh, every show and cover a new song every show that they used to play. Um, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, this I, one I, just I, so I happened. I actually to work. just looked up the album. I forgot. I also like "Sticks and Stones" by Alien Ant Farm as uh, Alien Ant Farm as well. Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> you know hey next week can we do the top 16 uh feminist movement songs so that way every <laughs> single one that we pick only if it's the most absolute trash versions of yes. the songs. <laughs> we, we are the, we're <laughs> obviously the go-to number one source for all feminism <laughs> um, uh, all right well we've got all along the watchtower by jimmy and lady marmalade from all oh, man. those women that are just um, making steps forward for women all yes the women the that dress like prostitutes hey. in the music video hey <laughs> they lived their life you cannot don't don't slut shame they're doing a thing i'm i did i didn't i didn't that's just their their job uh um, jimmy, hendrix. jimmy hendrix for me yeah sorry sorry uh, lady marmalade. Uh, no all along the watchtower 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all on the watchtower. Oh, gosh. Um, well, hey, Trista, if, if you noticed, I was the only one who voted uh, for women on this one. They were just like, nope, they're out. Because I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What about the last round? <laughs> well, all along the watchtower is moving on uh, from the world of women uh, and was leaving them in the dust. Uh, how do y'all feel about the Moco Chocolata? Um, I mean, I'm surprised that I got kicked out, but. I don't know. You were the one who kicked it out. Why are you surprised? It's going up against Jimi Hendrix. I mean, I'm going to say something. And Andy didn't believe me last week. I've never heard this song. Ever. I don't understand. I I know the song. song. I've heard All Along the Watchtower, the title. Dave Matthews' band also covered All Mm -hmm. Along the Watchtower. But I ignored that song, too. Um, I've never heard it. Ever. You know who Bob Dylan is, right? I do. He rubbish. Absolute trash. So (laughs) moving on. (laughs) We've lost 17 viewers. (laughs) Lady Marmalade. um, I think it's Marmalade. Marmalade? I don't know. I'm not French. What do y'all think at home? Is it Laude or Laid? Or Lady? So LaBelle wasn't the first one to to do that song, right? Um, Hold on. No. No. Uh, somebody else did it. Why am I? Yeah, you want to tell us who is it? Uh, the Eleventh Hour. They were a disco group. That's right. I did listen to this. Look it up. Um, it's it's not anywhere near the other versions. Um, but it kind of set the tone. Well, I think um, they, so they were. Did... The, I think they were the band for her version still, right? Wait, how did I not know that All Saints covered this song as well? All Saints. Were <laughs> I know. In 1998, and I guess they covered the song too. Timbaland uh, produced their track. Okay, I'll have to listen to that version. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Andy had something important to say, and then we came up with stupid stuff. I that's important too. Talking about all saints. Lad, lad, lad. I'm from Rhode Island. I shouldn't lad. We got that mama laddie. Can we have that mama laddie? That's it. With that provolone. Heading up to Federal Hill, got to get me some marmalade. <laughs> uh, and the donkeys. Uh, all right. Well, hey, I feel like we I can't, I can't vote any other women's songs out. I feel like I'm like. <laughs> We're just going to add some more back in, into the end. So. Yeah. yeah. But hey, here we are. We're in the top four. And I messed it up last week, but I'm going to mess it up again this week. I think we should go into dad jokes are bad jokes. But there we go. We really can't oh, do man. It unless you hear the maybe noise. I should maybe I should save this joke then. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> wow, okay. Well we know where Andy stands on women. <laughs> Shut up. It's getting hot uh, in here. Is it just me? Is it, it's warm in here. <laughs> Getting hot in here? That's the wrong song. It's uh, <laughs> Lady Marmalade. But here we are. Dad jokes or bad jokes? That's episode right. Episode five. Yeah, we're we're in a f- we're we're in a three way tie. We all have four points again. Yeah. Well, we didn't have an episode since last week, so we're still tied from last <laughs> week. 
we're still tied since the last um andy you're you're at the top here the top corner you're in the uh, spot over here usually this is me over here usually yeah uh, but i'm gonna let you have it oh my god yeah let me go first you want me to open up with this singer gonna, i, I oh, do boy. i do because i'm you know only mm. it's about women hey it's about everybody because it doesn't matter if you're straight gay bisexual or transgender because yet the end of the day it's night Oh, it took me a second. <laughs> oh, was, I don't know how I feel bad. about that. <laughs> it's true. All right, RJ. What do you got? Hit me. Hit oh, me. man. I, I, after that one, I don't know. I feel like I, I just so bad. Um, all right. Well, hey. <laughs> I, went, I was like, what's going to just swerve people. <laughs> uh, I think Jesse is watching uh, tonight for the first time in forty-eight episodes. Um, so I appreciate it. It was it was it was five years ago. I asked the girl of my dreams on a date uh, today, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, last year. I asked her to marry me. She said no both times. So. Is, is that the joke? No. <laughs> <laughs> He gets a point. <laughs> you know, so many people are too judgmental these days, and I can tell just by looking at them. Mike? <laughs> Thanks, RJ. <laughs> All right. Was that your second joke? That was the second joke, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I saw what he I saw what he was doing. It was a good segue. He he tied the two together very well. It was, it was... Seamless. Seamless. Sorry, wrong camera. Seamless. That was good. That was good. All right. Um, I read that by law, you must turn on your headlights when it's raining in Sweden. How am I supposed to know when it's raining in Sweden? <laughs> well, Andy didn't even is know it, I was telling a joke. So is, is there a third <laughs> person that I have to pick from? <laughs> Um, RJ. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. I thought I my joke was going to be better. Than that. I think it was better too, actually. All right. Here we go. All right. I'm coming, in, <laughs> I'm coming in hot with this one. This is this is for all my Disney uh, family folk here. Ready? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> a slice of apple. <laughs> a slice of apple pie is $2.50 in Jamaica and $3 in the Bahamas. These are the pirates of the Caribbean. Oof. No, Man, really? We got some, <laughs> I totally got some I've heard that. I've heard my that jokes lot, are but... bombing this week. Oh, Let's goodness. see. Let's see if Andy can top it. Yeah, I mean, when I I went to the doctor's uh, the other day, and I told the doctor's receptionist that I needed an appointment. So she said, "How about ten tomorrow?" I said, "I don't need that many." <laughs> Um, you know, I am going to go with Andy on that one, actually. It was pretty good. Oh, uh, that was good. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Did I take the lead? I, you did take the lead, and now I'm in Ooh, last place. You. Hey, both. Mike, tell <laughs> you a joke again. Which one? <laughs> the, the the good one. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys are terrible. 
Thank you. I'm trying to work on my delivery. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, here we are. <laughs> uh, here we are in the top four. This is it, everyone. I'm very excited about it. Nope, can't do that one. It's killing me softly. I swear, with a little help from my friends and all along the watchtower, I have to admit I am semi disappointed in this top four. Yeah, what? Uh, I was I was thinking what? hurt and smooth criminal would have made it a lot further than they did. Um, but I do have a clear winner in my head. Let's mm-hmm. see, all along the watchtower. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's see. Killing me softly by the Fugees, and I swear by all for one. Where are you guys? Uh, I swear that it's killing me softly that I have to pick between these two. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, that was, like good. That that was, that was yeah. a good singer. I'm not yeah, there you go. points anymore, though. There's no more points being, being dealt with. Uh, damn. I wasted it for nothing then. Um, well, killing I'm, me softly. I'm going with the I swear. I'm going with the Fugees. Bam, 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 bam. How are you one, time. one song I wanted to win? I'm sorry. I, I was never a huge fan of that song to begin with. Two times. Get it? It's a lyrics of a song? Yeah, two times. I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah we got it. <laughs> well, anyways, all for one. Talk about all for uh, one, RJ. If yeah. anybody remembers me, uh, I'm sorry, remembers nope. our podcast from the first 10 episodes uh, when it was just a wee little show. Um, it was Andy and I, uh, along with our, our redhead friend, Billy, um, and Billy and I used to listen to All For One's All For One album on repeat uh, at his house. Uh, such a great song. Uh, I'm sorry. Great album. Uh, so much in love. Um, I swear was on there. Uh, and then they came out that second album with I Can Love You Like That, which was another banger. Um, I just... I love all for one. I swear it was really good. You just, um, just sounded so old when you said that. <laughs> banger. Um, I tell you, that was a banger. It's a great song, too. But, uh, <laughs> I swear is what I would have chosen. So, up until this list, I did not know that the original was a country song. Same. That John Michael like Montgomery. Yeah, they did. No, wrong song. Yeah, it was and it's actually pretty good. I don't yeah, I don't like country music, but I, I I can get down with that song. It's pretty good. Um but yeah, all for one. I mean they they were a powerhouse R and B group for sure. Uh very talented. They uh I love this song. Um they ended up doing a version together in twenty sixteen. Yeah, they, they did some, uh, uh, 2015 they did the music video yeah so i gotta i gotta look that up um yeah boys the men and all for one <laughs> and a couple of other bands kind of redid a bunch of their classics uh as of today boys to men did it with just three of them instead of the four um and then all for one did a whole redo of some of their classic hits too it was pretty good but anyways maybe, hey maybe next that up, version should have been on the list and it cover of their cover yeah the cover of the cover Ooh. i don't know if it's that good they're they're getting cover squared. they're getting up there but that's fine <laughs> cover next septum. up we've got with a little help from my friends <laughs> versus all along the watchtower uh, hmm. without assuming anything i'm gonna go with with a little help from my friends <laughs> but i assume i'm not gonna get any help all along the watchtower for me 
this is such a tough decision. Um, but I know we're basing this on the cover and not the original. So I have to go with all along the watchtower. Mm. But I love the Beatles. If this was the Beatles, the Beatles would have beaten. Joe Cocker's version is way better. It's way better. I agree. Don't get me wrong. I'd like the Beatles with a little help from my friends, but it's yeah, it's not Joe Cocker. It's not 80s wonder years. It's not <laughs> raspiness. <laughs> Yeah, well, Joe Cocker's voice is ridiculous. You hear that if you're an if you're an '80s '90s kid, the minute you hear "What would you?" it takes you back. <laughs> Kevin, when I don't want I don't want to go back that far. Yeah, uh, Joe Cocker performed this at Woodstock in 1969, and it like blew up. Um, so his version reached number one on the UK singles chart. Uh, 68 on the Billboard Hot 100. That's it. So it didn't really chart, yeah, too well. Uh, apparently, um, the original Beatles song, um, Ringo was singing. Mm-hmm. Um, that did that did fairly well. As, um, and they then after it was the re- lyrics, yeah, and after it was released in the U.S., Maryland governor and future vice president Spiro Agnew lobbied to have the song banned because he believed it was about drug use because they were getting high with their friends. It's not what that's about. I mean, it could have been, but the Beatles can say whatever they want. Yeah, the Beatles, I mean, there's a lot hidden in the We are in the top, the finals, Killing Me Softly, the Fugees, versus All Along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix. Um, Surprise me here. What are you going to pick? Well, want to talk about each one of them? first i guess like so. we always like do, we in, do the previous 47 episodes <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it was all 47 but i i appreciate it yeah um all right killing me softly let's talk about it originally from Lori lieberman mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's not the version that everybody remembers that's right so this is a redo of a redo so everybody remembers the roberta flack yep. version um which is a fantastic version um you know uh, again on rolling stones 500 greatest songs of all time both the fuji's versions and roberta flack's version are in there um the the fuji song also sampled uh bonita applebone by a tribe called quest which tribe called quest is my favorite hip-hop group of all time um and they sampled it off of other other stuff because it's hip-hop in the early 90s um but this song i mean so you got the fujis you got praz wyclef and and lauren hill um as a group collectively as a group just fantastic obviously they all went on to their own solo careers as well all either behind the scenes or actually making the you know or the ones recording the music as yep. well um but this really let lauren hill shine um, you know, everybody knew her as, as an MC, but then you got to hear her from an R and B version too. I mean, she did, you know, people knew her from both, but like this one really kind of let her vocal chops, um, explode in it. It blew up the, the music video is fantastic as well. Them sitting in the movie theater. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Throwing the popcorn around and watching them basically themselves on the screen. Um, so I love this song. 
Um, like I said, anytime it's on, I'm playing it. That whole album, the score is a top to bottom is one of the best hip hop albums of all time. If you've never heard it, go out there and listen to it. Uh, even if you like one or two songs, you'll end up enjoying the entire thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. How about all um, along the watchtower? <clears throat> yeah. So the original, um, you know, written performed by Bob Dylan in 1967. Um, but it wasn't very popular. Jimi Hendrix's cover uh, actually was what made the song popular. Uh, and it's been covered a bunch of times since then. Eric Clapton, Neil Young, U2, Dave Matthews Band, like you mentioned, RJ, uh, Grateful Dead. Um, but Bob Dylan was so impressed with Jimmy's version that Bob Dylan started playing the song the way that Jimi Hendrix covered it. That's how good the song wow. was. Um, it was Jimi Hendrix's only song to hit the top 40 in the U.S., despite selling tons and tons of records. Um, so it was kind of weird for, you know, for him to have a hit song, but not sell, uh, not have a lot of hit songs, but sell a ton of records. But um, yeah, it's absolutely great song. It's uh, I think we had even made a joke, Andy, that it's in like every Vietnam era war movie ever made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For Forrest Gump, uh, Rush. I don't think I've ever seen that. Watchmen, A Bronx Tale. I love A Bronx Tale. Um, it's been in TV shows. Like yeah, anything in regards to Vietnam War or that era, the hippie movement, whatever. This song is is on there. Um, even if you've never, like just the opening riff that uh, just catches you, his guitar solo is out of this world. Um, I was never much into um, uh, like classic, classic rock. I think Jimi Hendrix kind of got me into classic rock when I was in high school. Um, I would basically go to the library and get, my hands on on Jimi Hendrix, um, any any album, and and for and just listen to just the absurdity that he could do, uh, left-handed <laughs> on a guitar, uh, just just crazy. Um, he had so many hits, um, so I I love this song, and it's again another one that I do not skip at all, and uh, anytime it's on. All right, this well is, let's this vote. Here we are, killing me softly. The Fugees all along the Watchtower. By the Jimi Hendrix experience, I'm gonna go with "Killing Me Softly." I'm gonna go with Jimi Hendrix. Sorry, Andy. Oh, you guys suck, man. <laughs> um. All right, I've made my decision. Are you ready? Good. I'm Are you prepared? Glad you did. <laughs> Are you prepared to be blown away by my choice? I don't, I don't hear the excitement yes. in it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. uh, oh, I can't wait. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My pick is, and the best cover song of all time, it's Killing Me Softly. Oh, my goodness. What? <sighs> I have to, hold on, I have to redo the bracket here. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. fantastic. Okay. It's a fantastic yeah, song. No, it's, you it's literally great, did change it up on me. Yeah. I, all right. There we go. Killing Me Softly by the Fugees wins the top covers. Coming out of nowhere, I thought it was gone uh, on arrival with All Along the Watchtower in the finals there. But Andy uh, really did us one. 
that's it. I have nothing else to say. But anyways, oh, okay. um, yeah. I mean, he was telling his whole life with the song. Mm. <laughs> uh, it is a great song. I, I am still a little uh, hurt that hurt is not the winner uh, of this, but uh, killing me softly is a good, you know, a good uh, alternative for me. Um, let's talk a little bit about some songs that didn't make the cut uh, of the top 16, uh, whether that's because we all didn't agree or, um, you know, yeah. you guys just don't like my yeah. music. I've got uh, cakes. I will survive. That didn't make the list. Uh, Come on Eileen from Save Ferris, which I think was probably more of a product of its time, but I think it still deserved to be on here. Uh, I Fought the Law by The Clash. Um, and then some some outliers would be Still Fly from The Devil Wears Prada, Whiskey in the Jar from Metallica. Um, and we've talked about What a Man from salt and Pepper, but mm -hmm. uh, I think that could have been back on this list again. Interesting, interesting. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. It was. I had, even though RJ hates this one, American Woman by Lenny Kravitz. I hate that one. American um, Woman! Yeah. I know. I know you guys do. I heard it through the grapevine, Marvin Gaye. Um, oh, not the California Raisins version? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one better. Uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door, Guns N' Roses. I love that version. Um, Red Red Wine, UB40. Uh, they'd have basically any of their hits were covers and I like UB40. So uh, nothing compares to you, Sinead O'Connor. Um, RJ and I also liked True Colors, the Justin Timberlake and yes, Anna, Kendrick Anna Kendrick version. Uh, and then one song that we we almost put on our list, but we decided it's not really a cover. It was Walk This Way, Run DMC, because it featured this, the original band. Um, so we excluded that one. Kevin, this yeah, was a, um, a Kevin said. There's a lot of songs that didn't make it that are better. Killing me softly. Um, I, I we could probably do a whole other. There was so many crazy cover songs. Uh, I really feel like this was a a difficult one to to do. I had a ton. Get ready to write them down, folks. Uh, Who's against Froakes? all odds <laughs> by Postal Service, uh, which is a cover of uh, Phil Collins. All I Want by Emery. Um, Bulletproof by Family Force 5, Chandelier by Damien Rice. I don't know how we could have forgotten Sleeping at Last with Chasing Cars oh, with Grey's Anatomy. How did I forget that? Um, one? Never um, Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley. Um, that I'm just, surprised a lot just, of people yeah, we aren't saying. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, and then not to mention, everybody's got to look this up. Look it up tonight after you watch Forgiveness by RJ Gunn and V-Rep. Um, but look up Corey, not Glover, a cover, uh, his cover of imagine, um, Corey Glover is from, uh, Cold living color personality, uh, that band, what's the living color and living color. Oh, that is that what you're not, saying to me right now? Living color. Before that? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Not in living color. Um, not the, not landslide the smashing pumpkins. Um, in the end, a Lincoln Park cover by Gordy. Uh, I had non-point on my list. Michael Jackson actually covered "Smile" by Charlie Chaplin uh, from back in the day. It's super good. Um, so yeah, I, I can go on and on. Uh, Natalie and Bruley is torn. Uh, just some good stuff. I feel like we missed a lot. That was a cover. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a cover. Hmm. It was on my list. Clearly, we missed some Van Halen songs, some Eric Clapton songs. 
Yeah, cocaine. Yeah, that's true. Cocaine. I shot the sheriff. But hey, uh, here we are. Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. This is our top cover song of all time. Um, next week, what do we got in store for Christmas week? The joyous week of Christmas. Some murder movies. We're going to watch some horror yes, movies. Horror movies. Uh, Andy <laughs> has refused to watch the very small list of horror movies we've given him. Um, yeah, because he that's too afraid. might wee the bed. But uh, <laughs> he does have a, uh, he did have a fancy list. Uh, of stuff, so uh, we will give him credit for I, what he's hold seen. On, so hold far. on, Let, let's back up a second here. Let's ba- let's back up. So we gave Andy a list of movies to watch. Andy's like, yeah, <laughs> at his asking. He, yeah, yeah, he asked us for the movies, <laughs> and we gave him some good ones. He's like, oh yeah, all right, these sound good. The <clears> next <throat> time we talked to him, he's like, I watched a couple of the trailers. I can't watch these. <laughs> <laughs> the trailers. Not even he didn't even start watching the movie. He watched the trailer. I I'm smart enough to know I'm not going to be able to sleep after watching that one. Awful. <laughs> he was like right. uh, Andy's like worst horror movies like uh, Jumanji from the nineties. <laughs> That's a scary movie. <laughs> it was to my taste. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm excited. It's actually one of my favorite topics. I, I wish we could do more, but Andy uh, has not seen most horror <laughs> movies. But uh, horror movies, zombie movies, those are my favorites. Uh, post-apocalyptic movies, also my favorite, which uh, brings much, much anxiety to Andy's life uh, in talking about post-apocalyptic movies. Um, but I love them. So, Mike, where do you stand on post-apocalyptic movies? Um, it depends on the uh on the content i guess the post-apocalyptic world the post-apocalyptic uh mad world yes <laughs> song of scary jewels singing the song yeah all right well hey next week join us on thursday 9 p.m for our best horror movies if you haven't seen a lot of horror movies uh definitely check in because a- between mike and i we've got a ton of uh, stuff that didn't make the list that we will talk about for sure mm-hmm. Um, and I have enough zombie movies to make a top 62, uh, bracket. Um, actually, uh, fun fact, uh, this podcast started, uh, by me creating, at least in my head, by creating a top zombies, uh, bracket. And then I thought, oh man, we should do like a bracket style thing. And then I brought Andy on who doesn't watch horror or zombie movies. And so we never did it. <laughs> it never happened. Um, but it was the first. It was the first thing. Uh, Andy Wait, and I three seasons again. <laughs> <laughs> so forty nine episodes in, we will mm. finally do horror movies. But yeah, um, but so I don't... look forward to Trista giving her un, uh, un I, I, I don't say this uh, uneducated opinion on horror movies based on what you're saying. Um, but I'm oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be right there with you, Trista, because uh, <laughs> I was able to come up with a pretty good list. Yeah, but Your list is not as good, actually. Yeah, so I've seen some of the best ones. And every movie that we're talking about, I've seen. So there's that. Tim has an unhealthy obsession with sharks, by the way. Just don't even pay attention to him. (laughs) Well, anyways, thank you guys for joining us. This was Udamia Hello's Top Cover Songs. Uh, Next week, again, join us next Thursday for our, our top horror movies of all time. And then we will take a Christmas break. And we will see you guys in the new year. But thanks again for joining. Have a great night, everyone.
You dab me, you dab me, you dab me a hello. You dab me a hello.